Hello, and welcome to another episode of Fit Health Well, a daily dose of healthy living. Uh, I'm your host, Jay Denson. Thank you for tuning in to another uh, episode. So this episode um, is an interlude episode. Uh, It's a bit of a milestone for myself and the brand. Um, We have just finished and we have completed our 10th episode, um, which I'm very, very uh, uh, proud and very happy about. I think what I'm most happy about overall is the, uh, the overwhelming amount of engagement that I've gotten so far, um, you know, when I initially started this 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 brand and this journey with the podcast, um, you, you know, what my goal was and still is, is getting, you know, making sure that I put out something that was beneficial to the public. Um, and within the first 10 episodes, you know, I've accomplished that. I, uh, personally, I've, I think I've exceeded uh, my own personal expectations by getting people that are in the uh, within the umbrella of the uh, health and wellness realm, right? So you know, so far I spoke to the owner of Plant Matters Kitchen, which is a vegan restaurant here in Canada. I've also reached out to uh, personal trainers. Um, also, in addition to that, just had conversations. Um, you know, just I would I would like to think fruitful conversations along the lines of that. So you know. Every once in a while, and you know, if you're a fellow podcaster or, or just anybody that's just kind of ventured out on your on your own journey, it's it's time, you know, to it's always a good time to to kind of sit back and just take a breath and look at the uh, the accomplishments you've made so far. So I have a lot of work to do and a lot of ideas and things that I want to do. So I'm going to continue to to move forward. And, um, you know, with this interlude episode, uh, I like to call it an interlude, so I'm not going to number it. Um, but, you know, with this this interlude episode, it's a, we're still in our first season. I still haven't thought about how I want to format the show uh, overall and just do seasons and just run it straight through. But, um, you know, right now, uh, the... I'm celebrating the the 10 episodes in, um, but it is bittersweet because we are currently in the COVID-19 crisis, right? And uh, a lot of my coverage uh, lately or right now is going to be geared towards that um, for a few reasons. Um, At the forefront of that being that a lot of us is mandated to stay home. And, you know, we have to do this. I can't stress this enough as much as possible. I know we have to venture out and, you know, whether it's just the groceries or we need food and things like that. So, you know, I 100 percent definitely understand and acknowledge that. And even if, you know, for for the people that are active and they want to just go for a short, brief run, you know, do that and, and, and just practice in the social distancing. Right. But um, overall, we are at a state of emergency that I've never seen in my entire life, right? So we've had, you know, I've lived through SARS and the Ebola virus and seeing how that have affected uh, parts of the world. Um, And then also, you know, with that being said, when COVID-19 started, I didn't really give it any thought in terms of how detrimental it would be to not only the economy, but just your everyday way of living, right? And 
when the uh, NBA, uh, you know, decided to suspend the season and then the rest of the sports teams decided to follow suit. Uh, that's when I was like, okay, there's there's something serious going on, and 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 by the point at that at the point where it became okay, now we got to shut down gyms, you know, to kind of convey, um, to kind of put a a hold right on the outbreak. Uh, and that's when it really started getting getting serious, and and up until the point of where now so many people are unemployed because there aren't any means of work. Uh, it's 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 really become detrimental i'd like to say to not only to just society but just the the average whether you're american or whether you're canadian or or wherever you are in the world it's become detrimental to the way of life and people right now are are looking for work or looking for means to just get by and i've just i've never seen this in my entire life in terms of how a virus can affect not only a whole community, but a nation, a country, a, a city, right? It's, it's, it, it literally has a global effect. And what I want to, you know, as we make a segue into the next episode, like I told you guys, you know, I will continue to or pursue and gather information and speak to uh, medical professionals that are within this realm. And uh, where I'm from, where I was born and raised, I was born in, in Brooklyn, Kings County Hospital, for, for those that don't know. So New York City will always be near and dear to my heart. And uh, when I look at the numbers of the rate of COVID-19 cases that are coming out in New York, the numbers are staggering, people, right? And New York City alone makes up right now currently 5% of the global population, all right? So that's New York State as a whole makes up 5% of the global population for COVID-19 cases. And something that I want to dig into a bit here is the we have there are some staggering numbers coming out of New York City. So the information that I get and I give you guys, I try my best to make sure that it's accurate information that they're facts. Um, so, you know, any information that I get that I will receive and distribute to you will be from credible sources, right? So whether it's the CDC or, you know, Canadian Canadian health website. Um, and in this specific, these specific numbers that I'm going to share with you, um, these, this is data from New York City Health, okay? They track, they've been tracking the COVID cases that's been going on in New York City. And I just want to go over it with you. This is as, as accurate as of March 25th. Okay, so this is just this is literally as of yesterday, um, March 25th at 530 p.m. New York City has a total of over. Okay, and I, I, I want you guys to digest this as I'm about to give it to you. It's over 20,000 cases. The exact number yesterday as of 530 p.m. March 25th, 2020 was 20,011. And that number is going up. Okay, the moment you're listening to this podcast, 
uh, I'm pretty sure it will exceed 21,000, okay? And I'm going to dive into these numbers a bit uh, for you guys, so that, especially the people that do live in New York City and that surround New York City. So we have in the Bronx alone, we have 3,542 cases. In Brooklyn, there are 5,232 cases. Manhattan, 3,616 cases. Staten Island, 1,166 cases. And then the most staggering number uh, that we're looking out at, at New York City right now is in Queens. And it's 6,420 active COVID cases. There was a, there was a, a, a video uh, that the New York Times shared where they had a doctor, an ER doctor, go through the emergency room and show the amount of patients that are coming in and that are actively sitting there, uh, you know, waiting to get treatment or being treated for COVID-19. And it is something that it, it is something that you, you just can't believe. And, you know, when you look at it, you, you look at America and New York City, is, you know, being at the forefront, whether it's technology or medicine. And you would, there was almost no different than if you were seeing footage from a third world country. So it, that's how bad it's gotten. And a lot of these medical facilities themselves are understaffed. Right. They are understaffed. They don't they don't have enough of the essentials like the N9 uh, the N95 masks, which they're running entirely low on. And then also we have the issue of the ventilators that um, that uh, Governor Cuomo recently this week uh, just urgently asked what we're asking people for. Right. So this is something that's that's very, very serious Um, by his by his own account. He said that we are currently at four thousand and that we need thirty thousand in order and just in order to sustain life. Right. In New York City. So um, this 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 is something that's really, 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 really serious. And we have to make sure that we're getting ahead of it. Um, because we don't, there's no time frame on this disease. And, you know, when we look at the deaths, when we look at the, how, how many people were affected. So in New York City alone, and again, I'm going to run these numbers to you again. As of yesterday, March 25th, um, there were 20,000, 20,000, over 20,000 cases in New York City alone and 280 deaths. Okay. So 280 people died from this in a city that's over 8 million people. And it's just, you know, we, we, we as a public, we can't stress enough just the social distancing. And, we've, and, and New Yorkers have gotten better at it. Um, you know, I know Governor Cuomo was a, was a bit angry and upset at people just going out and being in the parks and things like that. Um, but, you know, we are looking for, you know, hopefully at some point for these numbers to drop. And uh, the the medical, you know, just our medical first responders to uh, get some assistance here. 
right? So, and 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 segueing into the next episode, you know, I spoke with uh, Jennifer Nacastro, who is a uh, vascular surgeon at Northwell Health, right? Um, we have a full episode there, and I spoke to her about just what the public can do just to ease the strain. Um, on the medical profession in the field, and this is this is pretty much what she had to say about it. The biggest message from all of us who are kind of running into the fire, so to speak, is to just help support us by doing what you must do as a moral and ethical mandate. You must inconvenience yourself and stay at home. You must be willing to be flexible and change your life as you've known it, at least in this period of time. You must take care of your neighbors and call out bad behavior. You must allow us to take care of people who need to be taken care of by not overwhelming the medical system with non-essential stuff right now. So again, that was a first-hand account from um, Jennifer, who again is a vascular surgeon, um, to talking, just speaking to what we can do, you know, as a society and the public uh, regarding regarding just easing the amount of strain that they are currently dealing with. And again, these, these hospitals, these hospitals in New York City, especially in Queens, are over, overwhelmed. So we are, we're hoping that we could go out there and um, they, they could get the things that they need uh, regarding this. So that's going to be in episode 11. So be sure that you listen to the full episode that we have coming up. Uh, regarding regarding how New York City and our first responders are dealing with this, okay? So in the next upcoming episodes we um, that I have in store for you guys, I will be speaking to a vascular surgeon. Uh, after that, then I will also be speaking with a nurse here in Canada in the in the Kitchener area and just what they're seeing there as well and what their their procedures are. So, you know, again. Uh, you know, as I began this this interlude episode, as I like to call it, it is an episode of reflection. Uh, you know, I'm thankful and I'm grateful for you listeners that are continuing to just download the podcast and listen to it. And uh, I'm so grateful for that. I thank you so much. And then also, uh, as we continue to give you more updates regarding the COVID-19 response and where they are at it, and what my goal is, is to speak to actual people that are affected by this in their everyday lives. I'm going to bring that information to you as much as I can. So, um, you know, again, I just want to thank you guys for being loyal, loyal listeners. And to any new listeners, hello. Thank you so much. Um, please, um, if this if this was your first episode that you were able to, to watch uh, or listen to, rather, uh, go back, listen to a, a few other episodes. You know, like I've said in the past, I feel like there's an episode for everybody. But during this time, especially with the COVID-19 um, running rampant, that we, we, we all need to come together and Again, just make sure that you guys are, are tuning in to us, downloading the episodes, listening to it. I'm very grateful for it. You can listen to our episodes on fithealthwell.com, the website directly. You can also, if you have streaming uh, app, you have streaming devices or streaming apps that you listen to. We're on Spotify. We're also on SoundCloud, and we are also on Apple Podcast. 
And in addition to that, if you'd like to follow us, please do that because we definitely want to ramp up our followers on Instagram. Uh, it's Fit Health Well. Okay. And then also on Facebook, we have a Facebook group and we have a Facebook page at Fit Health Well, the same. And then if you'd like to follow us on Twitter, Fit Health Well CA. Okay. So, and then also if you'd like to uh, be on the show, Talk about whether you are affected by COVID-19 in any way. You are a medical professional or you work within the medical field and you'd like to speak with us as well. Fithealthwell at gmail.com. Okay, so there's a lot of information for you guys there. And again, you know, we all just need to come together on this. Please be sure to follow us on socials for the uh, latest updates. Again, I thank you guys so much for tuning in being part of this journey. We got a lot of work to do, and I'm going to make sure that I continue to bring you relevant content as it applies to health and wellness. Thank you again, guys. I really appreciate you.